welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with the Mahindra Racing Gang. It's been a while since I hosted one of these. In fact, the last one was the Alexander Sims driver announcement. You're still here. That's good. Yes, thank you very much. Um, made, it, made it this far into the season. Great. And Oliver Rowland is here as well, of course. And um, you two guys, we're, we're filming this in the middle of the break between Mexico City and Rome. First three rounds, Oliver, how, how did they go for you? Yeah, reasonably good. I don't think we got the, the end results that maybe we had the potential for in, in all three races, but uh, I think we've showed signs of good speed. Um, the car feels good, you know, just getting used to the team and understanding everything a little bit. And uh, I think there's lots of positives moving forward. Um, and yeah, enjoying it. How has the welcoming process been? Lovely? Yeah, good, yeah. I mean, it's been quite a while that I've been here now, obviously, since the last race in Berlin. So I was in the week after that. And then, yeah, so just getting to know everybody and obviously working with the engineers and trying to trying to build a good relationship and also with Alexander and, and yeah, just pushing everybody as, as far on as we can go, I guess. And how's that relationship going? Lovely? Yeah, it's good. Um, still building. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it's been, I think, uh, better than probably last season when I joined the team um, with COVID because there were just so few times that I actually was in the in the factory with, with Alex um, at the same time. So now we've had a few more chances to, to have simulated days together. Um, and yeah, the, the progress that we're, we've been making since Ollie's come on board, bringing his ideas and experiences um, has, been, has been good. So looking forward to the future. And how are your first three rounds? Um, I'll be completely honest that they've, they've, been, they've been relatively poor. Um, in terms of results, we've had two DNFs. Um, which have been been my mistakes. So it's been a, it's been a pretty poor start of the season from from my side of things. Um, but the underlying package, I would say, is is decent. Uh, qualifying in Mexico um, was was good. We were very close um, to to making it through to the jewels. Um, had it not been for a little bit of traffic in the last sector. So I mean, it, we're, we're close. Um, we had good race pace in Riyadh. So I, I think it's. Uh, can definitely can do better, but the, the ingredients are there. Did you enjoy the jewels? You were in them in what? All of the races, both both times? No, not, not, not in Mexico. Oh, not in Mexico, but in both in Saudi, yes. Yeah, I did. I mean, I didn't go very far in them, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed them. I think there's, it, it's a bit different, obviously. There's the, now I find like qualifying is a building rather than a one-hit wonder. So you kind of have to build through the first run in the, in the, in obviously the group stage. Then the second run, you get a second chance with all your references. So everybody is very much on the limit. So you need to really push the, the envelope in the second run. And then obviously the duel is an evolution on that. So you're really, by that time, you turn up the power and you're properly having it. Well, we are here to talk about tracks because we have got three new tracks coming up in the remainder of the year. We've got Jakarta, we have got Vancouver, and we have got Seoul. So we'll start with the, the 4th of June, Jakarta. The first time there's been a FIA motor race in Indonesia since 2006 A1GP. You'll never guess who won that race. I think you'll just never guess. It was a, it was a... If you stated that we'll never guess it, then we won't. You can have a go. Any, oh, any ideas at all? Uh... Loic Duval. Johnny Reed. Johnny Reed. I don't really remember Johnny Reed as a driver. I remember him in A1. Oh, really? Okay. It was a little bit before my... So I looked it up just now on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Salvador Duran finished second in the sprint race. Remember him. Jakarta then. I think uh, it looks like a, a, an interesting 
circuit, and I think the, the weather's going to be really interesting. 32 degrees are the averages in, in, in June in, in Jakarta. Do you like a hot race? To be honest, I prefer it wasn't massively hot. No, <laughs> all of us sat and sat in the cars, particularly on the grid. I always find you just sat there waiting, um, especially when it's humid. You know, it just gets to you, and there's nothing you can do to um, to start cooling down. And it's just a, a race of attrition physically to try and get to the end before you you wane. Yeah, how how tough are those hot races? What we had, you did quite well in Sanya uh, last time we were there, which feels sort of similar conditions. Yeah, I normally I hate hot races because I generally just a little bit too hot to be honest. But uh, but yeah, um, I think what's different maybe this year on the technical side is we have more power, so the batteries have the tendency to overheat a little bit more. So that could be a, on the technical side a challenge when we go to Jakarta. On the other side. I think informally it's not like a massively physical car to drive so you don't get exhausted and tired physically but for sure mentally if it's quite a challenging circuit you know when it gets hot like that it gets more easy to make mistakes towards the end of the races okay there are um over 130 shopping malls in jakarta do you like shopping no 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 neither of you just that's a, just a straight no short conversation yeah, okay. Well, uh, thank you for joining us for this episode of Straight Talk. <laughs> no, that's fine. It was, just a, it was just a thought. We'll move on from Jakarta then, shall we? The next uh, new track is going to be in Vancouver, and that is at the beginning of July. Have either of you been to Canada? Let's start with that. Never. Yep. Yeah? Yeah, I've been there, I've raced there. Where have you raced? Um, on um, Mid No. Yeah, Mid Ohio? No. Most Sport? No, Most Sport. That's it. Okay. I, was, I knew it was an M. I was like, no, Ohio is America. Yeah, motorsport, that's it. Um, that's what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking of Cota, but I was like, no, it's Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, really, really awesome track that is. That's probably one of, one of my favorites of all time, actually. Really? One, two, three is just absolutely bonkers. Like fifth gear, high downforce with a crest, compression is mad. Um, but only raced there once. Yeah. But yeah, that's near Toronto, I think. But I've yeah. never been to Vancouver. What was that in? Uh, GTLM in IMSA. Nice. Well, this, um, this track in Vancouver is sort of around a, a harbour, sort of Monaco style, right in the heart of the city. It looks like a cool location. Yeah, if you look from the outside, the, the track map looks quite a lot like the Monaco track map. So, yeah. Yeah, it should be cool. I mean, I think there's a, you know, they've got a big festival going on there with a lot of fan interaction. So, you know, I think it's going to be exciting for us all to get there and and hopefully, you know, do a good job. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a sort of a, a template almost for Formula E races going forwards with all of the surrounding, uh, you know, concerts and celebrations of e-mobility and that sort of thing, which is kind of what Formula E was, is meant to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's good to, to celebrate the, um, the message that we're, we're putting out there, um, show the local areas that we're visiting, um, put on proper demonstrations of all these these new technologies and what they can do and get the, the local people to interact with it so I think um, yeah celebrating everything is pretty cool and can you look at tracks ahead of time and work out whether you're going to be strong or not or or does formerly kind of change so fluidly that it's that it's difficult you're still sort of learning the car every every weekend to a degree I think you can know your tracks that you should be a little bit better on based on what your strengths and weaknesses are um, I think last year, for example, struggling a little bit with the team as in last year, we struggled a little bit on the efficiency side. So any long circuits with long straights, you knew were going to be difficult. Whereas I think 
here we tend to have a pretty good car in the slow speed corners and a pretty efficient car as well so that is a bit the opposite to what I was used to so I think if you look at some circuits and say they're a bit slower tight and twisty with long straights then that should suit us quite well um, but yeah it's very hard to say you know we've been competitive in Saudi and that's quite a quite a quick track so yeah um, there's never any sort of hard and fast rules are there you no a bit of a feeling but depending on what the tarmac surface is like you know temperature how it's e easy or difficult it is to warm up the tires you know there's so many different factors involved that you can never really know it's just a bit of a, a gut feeling that it might be slightly better or worse. And how's that as a driver? Because with Formula E, when you go to a new track, uh, there's often little or zero information about it. You know, if you're going to race at Spa for the first time in your career, you, you, you can kind of know everything about it before you, before you go there. But Formula E, you're getting quite thrown in at the, at the deep end almost, especially like, like a Sanya or something like that. How prepared are you when you arrive? Obviously, as prepared as possible, but compared to going to Spa or Barcelona or something? Well, I'd say compared to other motorsport series where you can even go and do test days in yeah, the same yeah. car on you know, similar conditions a year before or whatever, um, where you can be massively prepared. We turn up hugely underprepared in a way. Um, we obviously spend as much time as possible in the simulator, so we as drivers have a good understanding of where to go, what our braking references are likely to be, but you can quite easily get to the track and, you know, some of the information that was put into the simulator model has changed. They've resurfaced sections, there isn't a bump here or there, or they've added that in um, by resurfacing it, which ends up making quite a big difference to, to your preparation um, and how, how realistic it is. So, certainly, I think, any new circuit we go to, that first practice session, you know, you feel, I feel myself, you know, it's, it's quite an uphill battle to try and get on top of everything because you know the level that you want to be operating at uh, to execute like a good qualifying lap. But yeah, you've got to make big jumps in, in all your braking points and understanding the corner. Part of the challenge that's quite exciting, yeah. I think. And that's, and that's way more so, because you speak to some, uh, I know when Formula One goes to a new track, and you say, oh, how lot, and they are, oh, five or six laps and you're and you're pretty much up to speed is it is it sort of completely different in fe way longer yeah because it requires confidence i think you know there's walls usually there's walls around the track in every corner so if you really want to be on 100 percent, you need to build your way up there and have confidence in the car and what's underneath you so i think on a circuit where the runoff's massive and you have no real fear of the track biting you it takes slightly longer than that. I mean, it's five or six laps to understand a track, and I think to get the final small details is, is usually a little bit longer than that. But also in FE, when you say five or six laps, you know, well, with two half-hour practice sessions yeah. with different power modes to do race preparation laps as well, you know, we probably do six push laps in FP1 and a similar amount in FP2. So, you know, we'll, the F1 would go somewhere and have, what they have like four hours, four and a half hours yeah. of practicing. Um, and so there's no, no pressure in, in that respect to get on top of it quickly, whereas us, it's just so limited and the track's changing so much because it's a street circuit. There's just so much to get on top of, so it's, it's a huge, huge challenge. We only have two sets of tyres, so the tyre temperature is super hot, and then you put a cold set on and go one second faster, and the track goes one second faster. It's just <laughs> it's mad to follow it sometimes. Sounds stressful. Sounds very stressful. Uh, the, last <laughs> the last new race is the 13th and 14th of August, the, the final race weekend of the season in Seoul, South Korea. Either of you been to South Korea? No. No. 
No. Either of you excited to go to South Korea? Yeah. Yeah? Because we were supposed to go there, what, a couple of seasons ago? Yeah, I think so, before, uh, before the pandemic and everything, yeah. So no, that was a shame to not be able to travel then, but certainly looking forward to experiencing. It looks pretty busy, the track, from what I've seen, I think. Yeah, it's sort of like a few straights around the stadium, and then it all goes a bit higgledy-piggledy. But yeah, no, it should be good. Again, I think it could be a bit of a challenging one on the weather side. Usually going out, going, going out there should be pretty hot and humid, I guess, and maybe stormy sometimes and things yeah. like that. So pretty interested on that side. And then, uh, then yeah, I mean, it's a long way away, so it's hard to think about those sorts of tracks. It's the last rounds. Oh, you mean in terms of time? Rather yeah, than but, distance, you yeah. know, you start to think of tracks and places the closer you get to them. You know, yeah. At the moment for us, I think Rome is very much in our head. Is it literally one race at a time, like everyone says, or are you...? It's the majority of the focuses, but you have to almost keep on... You know, you don't want to arrive for the prep and the, and the next track and things are completely wrong and, yeah. and things like that. So you kind of want to have almost one eye on that just to make sure everything's OK. But in the moment, I guess it's full focus on the race ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for distracting you so much in this, in this chat. We'll get, you'll get to Rome and you'll be like, oh, it's not as hot as I was expecting. <laughs> Blame Jack. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, yeah, no, Dillbag blames me most of the time. Uh, finally, Hyderabad. It's exciting for Mahindra. It looks like that's going to be coming onto the, onto the Formula E calendar. And for Mahindra to have a, a home race would be really cool. Yeah, I think it'd be amazing. I think it would mean a huge amount to, to be able to bring racing to the fans in India. Um, we have massive support from, from everyone in India and around the world. But, um, you know, having joined this team, it's amazing the, the level of... Really? Is it, is it that noticeable? The, the fans um, in India, they're really, really passionate. Um, and so, yeah, I think it'd be awesome, awesome to go and meet some of them. I think, you know, the support already has been fantastic and you see, you know, integrating with the passioneers and the things like that that the team's done. I think um, it would be good to go back and sort of reignite those, those, those fans and, and, and try and gain as much support for Mahindra. And obviously when we're there, it's going to be a great atmosphere. So. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to it a lot. Well, thank you very much to Alexander Sims and Oliver Rowland for joining us for another episode of Straight Talk. Thank you for you for watching or listening. There's loads more episodes if you go back on the Mahindra YouTube page. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.